I, uh, well, I want to uh, uh, share with you today a message the Lord has just been dealing with. And actually, uh, without realizing it, the Lord last Sunday night really been, began to deal with me in a series of things. And uh, he's given them to me one at a time, so I don't know where it's going from here, praise God. But uh, today, I want to share with you this uh, part of this message. And, and I'm going to take you to the book of Jude and uh, uh, read uh, a, a couple of verses in, in Jude, the first chapter. Jude 1 says, uh, Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James, and of them that are sanctified by God, the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into the lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Uh, last Sunday evening, I, I shared with you after Sunday morning's message and, and Sunday evening, I really shared with you a message and, and uh, about the Jerusalem experience. Many of you were here, some of you were not, uh, but I'm going to just share and just recap a little bit about Sunday evening and Wednesday and uh, because I feel the Lord really calling us and it goes along with what the Lord is, uh, is saying this morning. Uh, last Sunday morning, we talked about, uh, last Sunday evening, we talked about the Jerusalem experience that there was no way we could have that witnessing power. We No way we could have that power to go out and witness and to bring lost souls into the kingdom of God unless we had experienced that Jerusalem experience. I read the scriptures where Jesus told his disciples to go and tarry in Jerusalem to wait until they had been dued with power. Don't leave Jerusalem. Don't leave the upper room. Do not depart. Stay until you be endued with power from on high and you would begin to be a witness in Jerusalem and Judea and the uttermost parts of the earth. I know that that uh, instruction followed a uh, the fulfillment of prophecy and the alignment of a schedule of time in which the Lord was going to pour out his spirit, fulfilling Joel's prophecy, pull up, pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And, and, uh, and, and I realize that uh, there's a, a parallel there to the, to the prophecy. Uh, but today, praise God, I want to tell you that there had to be some souls that went to that Jerusalem experience that said, I'm, I'm going and I'm going to wait and I'm going to tarry and I'm going to tend and I'm going to seek and I'm going to hold out and I'm going to receive that power. I'm not going to go out and be a weak witness, but rather go out and be a powerful witness for God. And, and I shared with you and challenged you that, you know, when you look at the victory of the church of Acts and the New Testament church that the same day was added to the search, 3,000 souls, and then the record went that, and the church added daily, uh, the Lord added daily to the church such as should be saved, that that was contingent on and depended on and necessary that uh, in order for the church to be that alive and that working, they had to have that Jerusalem experience. They had to have that point at which they could go and they could wait and tarry. Hallelujah. They couldn't just go immediately to the uttermost parts of the world and start talking about Jesus Christ, even though had, they had walked with him. They had talked with him. They had witnessed firsthand his miracles. They had been there when he fed 5,000. 
3,000. Hallelujah. They'd been there when he fed 3,000. They'd been there when he raised Lazarus from the dead. They had been around him through all of those things, but yet uh, the Lord didn't tell them to go on out into uh, the uttermost parts of the world and begin to witness. Don't He didn't tell them to go to Rome and, and, and uh, Macedonia and all that. He said, you go tarry in Jerusalem till you be endued with power on a high. Hallelujah. I want to tell you today, I feel the Lord is saying to the church alive right now, hallelujah, Christ Cornerstone Church, this assembly, hallelujah, that you need to contend, hallelujah, you need to seek after, you need to, praise God, you need to wait if necessary. We are not waiting on prophecy to be fulfilled, hallelujah, it is no magic time, hallelujah, but we must go in with an approach that said, hallelujah, I'm going to be a witness, I'm going to be a powerful witness, but I'm not going to do it until I'm dude with power from on high, because God has the power, he's not changed, he's the same yesterday and today and forever, and he wants to pour out that power in your life, and to be an effective witness, praise God, you got to have that power. Yes, Hallelujah. We've, we've talked a little bit, uh, we talked a little bit among some of us, uh, William, Timothy, Jared, some of us guys have talked about the challenge that it is witnessing today. Uh, you can ask almost anybody, do you know Jesus? Oh, yes, I know Jesus. Do you go to church? Yes, I go to church. Do you, have you been saved? Yes, I've been saved. Do you, you got the Holy Ghost? Oh, yes, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. It's, a, it's just about everybody we run into has a, has a, has a response. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, praise God, we must have that power in our life to witness. This this week, I've been working with, uh, we got a little project going on here at the church and, and had some guys that were, I was with a couple of days out here as they poured a, a concrete pad for us. And, and uh, the other uh, Friday evening, I called, uh, they called me and said they were about to finish up and I came out to pay them and I went out and gave them their check. And, and it's three Hispanic guys, uh, two of them are at least are brothers. And, and, and I was standing there talking to them and, and, and I said, uh, uh, now I've been with you guys two days and I hadn't preached to you. But I got to ask you, do you go to church? Do you know Jesus? Are you serving the Lord? And, and uh, you know, I, I can't judge their response. And, and, and they were really nice guys. And, and, and I saw nothing to uh, indicate otherwise. In fact, the, uh, the one of the leaders had a testimony of how he'd gotten uh, off on the wrong track and went the wrong direction and done the wrong things. And, and, uh, and, and through a series of events, had seemed to get his life together and been a hardworking young man and, and out making a living and all those kinds. But I just was sharing with you that that as I witness to them, as I begin to share with them, you know, sometimes it's hard to break over into that, uh, uh, in that point where you can make that contact with somebody. Hallelujah. And the only thing I can say, hallelujah, in order to make that contact, there's got to be some power there somewhere in that life. Hey, praise God that when you speak, hallelujah, when you speak into somebody's life, praise God, they can recognize and acknowledge and understand, praise God, the power of the anointing of God. Hallelujah. If we want to be that uh, a church that has that power to witness, we got to have that Jerusalem experience. We can't get there any other way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, you know, this pastor, this preacher, hallelujah. Praise God. Got to have that Jerusalem experience. Praise God. Can't rely on what happened when I was eight years old. Hallelujah. Got to have that uh, renewing, that fresh anointing. Hallelujah. That empowerment in our life. Praise God. That when we speak to somebody on the terms of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it comes across with a power of witness. 
Hallelujah. Wednesday we talked about, hallelujah, when, praise God, Peter was in prison. And I talked about the scripture that said, and prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have got to have that in our life. Praise God. We have got to have in this church. Praise God. I, I, I related some of the things, uh, you know, that we see uh, the challenges that we have this morning's request are good examples. Right now, one of our members in the ER, one of our members laying in, in surgery. Praise God. The church has got to be saved. Praise God. We've got to engage in that prayer unto God. Hallelujah. Of the church, unto God. Praise God. Without ceasing. It, in behalf of, of these individuals. God has not changed. Hallelujah. Prayer has not quit working. Hallelujah. God's not quit sir, performing miracles. Hallelujah. The Lord just wants the church to awaken up. Hallelujah. Pray unto him without ceasing. Praise God. Unto the same God. Hallelujah. You know the story. Uh, Peter come walking out of the prison. Praise God. Set free. Set free by the delivering angel because prayer was made. When he got to the house, hallelujah, praise God, and Rhoda come to the door and wouldn't let him in because she thought he was an angel, hallelujah. He found many there praying, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Uh, cottage prayer meetings still make sense. Hello? Praise man, praise God. Praise God, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Prayer meetings still make sense, praise God. This morning, as I begin to look at these scriptures, I begin to look at Jude as he's writing. And Jude is, you know, the brother James, and he's writing to the church. And in the third verse, he says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of common salvation. Jude says, I'd love to be writing to you and, and, and talking to you about the, the wonderful things that we share in common because of the salvation that we have. I'd love to be writing to you with a report and saying, you know, it's nothing about, but, but just praise and, and wonderful things that uh, God is doing because we're on the same page and we're headed the same direction and, and God has worked miraculously in our life and, and we've been, he's poured out upon us and we've got all these great things going on in our life and I'd love to just be writing to you that positive message of our common salvation and what it's done for us. He said, but I've been constrained. I found that it's needful. It's necessary. It's the right thing for me to do. The Spirit has constrained me, and it's needful for me to write unto you that exhort you. It's, it's needful for me to give some attention to some subjects. It's needful for me to reset for just a moment and, 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 and caution you and make you aware and, and encourage you to, uh, uh, to focus in the right direction. He said, I, I found it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know how much definition you need, but earnestly. Hallelujah. Praise God. Our, our sister uh, Lee was over here this morning praying and broken before God. 
not saying this to embarrass her, but you couldn't hear it and you couldn't see what was going on. Sister Debbie and I was there, but just broken before God. And I felt in my spirit to speak to her is that humbleness. In fact, in some of the scriptures I was reading, I was preparing for this message. The Lord talks about that humble and that contrite spirit. Hallelujah. When that humbleness, when we find ourselves broken before God, calling out to God, that's what God can work with. Hallelujah. When we come arrogantly before him, when we come piously before him, when we come uh, proudly before him, when we come before him and we've got all the knowledge and all the years and all the nostalgia and all the record and all the heritage and all of those things. Hallelujah. And we're standing there and we're thinking, okay, here I am, God, you ought to bless me. Hallelujah. It's my time now. Hallelujah. Praise God. God doesn't respond to that. But when we find ourselves broken, hallelujah, tears coming from our eyes, hallelujah, broken before the Lord, humble before him, hallelujah, not proud of what we are, hallelujah, but proud to know, praise God, that God looks down and loves us and we contend before him, hallelujah. I will tell you, we are in the position then to contend for something. Hallelujah. I've had some experiences lately where I've had to deal with various kind of uh, occurrences that have happened. And, you know, uh, and, and, and just uh, in, 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 in dealing with something, you know, as long as you're logically <laughs> sitting down and trying to figure something out, you're subject to human logic. As long as you're sitting there, you're trying to walk through something through your mental uh, uh, cognitive ability. Hallelujah. You're, you're subject to whatever that cognitive ability begins to take. But when you can lose, hallelujah, when you can lose all of that logic, praise God, and you find yourself broken before God. Hallelujah. And you're at that uh, uh, wit's end where you say, I really don't know what the answer is and, and I don't know how to solve this and I can't make you happy and, and you can't make me happy or, or you know, if it's in relationship or, or I can't fix this or I can't solve all of this problem. I can't fix this situation. Hallelujah. And I'm broken and I'm saddened because of it. Hallelujah. But I'm laying here before a God who knows and understands. Hallelujah. And you begin to cry out to him. Hallelujah. In your humility, praise God, and your brokenness, hallelujah. I want to tell you then, you're in a position, praise God, for God to work in your life. You're in a position then where you can call out to him and God acknowledges that word tells us he gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. Hallelujah. James says, I found it necessary to write and do and exhort you exhort you. I mentioned earlier in the service, praise God, when I was telling you to call this a whole New Testament, it's a, it's writings of the Apostle Paul and Peter and James and, and Jude uh, exhorting the church, giving them instructions, encourage them, speaking words in their life to encourage them to turn to God. He said, I want to exhort you that you earnestly contend, hallelujah, that you, you get in there, hallelujah, and with some sincerity, with some brokenness, with a, with a sense of urgency, 
see. Hallelujah. You contend. Hallelujah. You know I don't use the word contend a whole lot. Hallelujah. But when I'm contending for something, hallelujah, you got a problem if you're up against me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because when I decide to contend for something, I'm going to work for it. I'm going to work for it with all my energy, with all uh, everything I got. I want to tell you, praise God, church, hallelujah, the devil's got a problem when we begin to contend for the, the, the things of God. When we begin to seek the face of God, whether it's individually in your life or collectively as a body of believers today, hallelujah, when we get serious before God and we begin to earnestly contend, hallelujah, Satan, the one that's trying to do battle against, the one that's trying to defeat, he's defeated, he knows he's in trouble, hallelujah, and praise God, God is not changed, hallelujah, the enemy's still got the same tactics. We just need to earnestly contend for that faith. Hallelujah. Jude says earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. Those that know me, you know, I know I'm not a I'm not a real nostalgic guy. I get in trouble every now and talking about Porterdale because, you know, my best recommendation, you ought to scrape every other house down and, and uh, have a big bonfire and, you know, go down there and clean the place up. But I'm not nostalgic. You know, I just don't have that thing. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you, when I think about the faith, praise God. When I think about the faith that was once delivered to the saints, hallelujah, I get it. I go beyond nostalgic, hallelujah. Praise God. I'm attracted. I'm called to, hallelujah. Praise God. I don't want to ever have anything short. Modern, you can modernize it if you want to, hallelujah. You can put a new spin on it if you want to, hallelujah. You can, you can do anything, you do new methods, new technologies, new uh, approaches. I, I'm not against all that, hallelujah. But I want that same faith. I want that same anointing. I want that same power. I want that same outpouring. I want that same sense of urgency and awareness, consciousness. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to praise God. Be stirred. Hallelujah. I believe in that power. I believe in the outpouring of that spirit. I believe in that thing that washes over you and refreshes and that anointing. Hallelujah. And there's nothing short of it. I'm going to earnestly contend for it. He He said earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. Now, you know, you can go off and you can study books and, and Lord, you know, if I read every book that was suggested to me and, and read all the material that ever come across my desk and all the advertisements and stuff, I could do nothing but read. And a lot of that stuff will twist you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But say, listen to this. Earnestly contend. My job is to get earnest about it. And contend is to is to seek and to search and to find something. I, I love to watch children who who want something and they'll begin to work for it, you know. You know? I want this. I want that. I, you know, I, 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 I want to be able to, you know, and, and, and you know, that can work angles. Uh, you know, uh, they learn it from women, uh, you know, <laughs> but, uh, praise God. <laughs> but, you know, they can work angles that you'd never imagine to get what they want. Hallelujah. I knew that'd get an action out of you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm. Say amen. All right. Amen. We need to get that in our life. Hallelujah, that there is no angle we won't work to get 
what we want from the power and the anointing of God. Earnestly contend for the faith. Now, I, I talked about the faith that, uh, you, you know, you, you can, you know, I could, I could probably go in my office and come up with a book and, and hand it to you. Read this. And, you know, when people ask me what to read, I say, read the book of John, you know. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, that's a good place to start. But, you know, uh, uh, praise God. I, I want you to look at what this says. He said, I want you to earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered. Hallelujah. Now, you know, I probably got some yesterday, hadn't been to the mailbox yet, but, you know, won't get any today. But sometime Monday, somebody's going to come to my house, and without me soliciting it or without me, uh, not, without me writing off for it or anything, I'm going to go out there, and in my mailbox, there's going to be something that's there. You know, there's going to be some things I asked for. Hallelujah. There's going to be some things that I've written off for, or some things that I owe that they're going to send me a bill for, you know, some of those things. But there's going to be some stuff that is delivered to my mailbox. Hallelujah. That's just there. It's delivered. Hallelujah. All of it comes. I hadn't got to get up Monday morning and call over to the post office and say, hey, uh, you know, uh, could y'all check and see if you got something for me? No, it's delivered. Hallelujah. I want to tell you the faith that we need when we earnestly contend, when we get serious about God. Hallelujah. It's going to be delivered into our life just like it was the saints at the beginning. Praise God. It's going to come from on high. It's going to come from an anointing. You ain't got to go out and learn it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Love that English. Hallelujah. You haven't got to go out and read uh, so-and-so's book on it. Hallelujah. Just get your life open and get hungry. When you get hungry for God, God, God is going to deliver into your life. He did it for the original church. He did it for the saints. He did it in the book of Acts. He did it, praise God, in that New Testament church. He did it in that Jerusalem experience. He did it for that church that prayed without ceasing unto God on behalf, hallelujah, praise God, of the disciples who were in prison. He did it in every situation. I want to tell you, God is going to deliver faith into your life when you begin to earnestly contend for that that same faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. 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 The, praise God. There was a reason that Jude began to write this. Hallelujah. And, and today I'm not speaking to any, any, you know, specific issues that are going on in our church. I thank God we have a wonderful group of people, a, a wonderful anointed group of people that uh, know about God and, and they love him. Hallelujah. You know, and I think we ain't got nobody trying to divide or create problems or anything that I know of. Hallelujah. If you are, hallelujah. If you know somebody, they're already defeated anyway. Hallelujah. Praise God. In Jude, the first chapter, the fourth verse, he says, for there are certain men crept in unawares. And I will just use this today. I'm going to take liberties with it first. Things that happen unconsciously. There are certain men crept in unawares. There are things that have crept up on us. 
There's things that have just impacts that have happened without us even realizing it. He said certain men have crept in unawares. There are things that have happened in the church, praise God, to draw away from that faith that was originally. You see, he starts this verse off. He said, uh, you know, what is the exact words? He said, uh, for there. Uh, you know, he said, I want you to earnestly contend for the faith because there have been some things that have unconsciously happened. Not necessarily were these people who set out to do evil. They might have been doing things in the name of good. You know, they may have been writing a book on faith. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. He said, but certain things have happened unconsciously. Certain men have crept in unawares. And listen to the rest of the verse. He said, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. He says, at the heart, they're ungodly men. Hallelujah. You know, you know did you know there are ungodly men that are trying to do godly things? That's a bad combination. Under the name of good, the Bible speaks of them, wolves in sheep's clothing, men, you know, uh, seducing and, 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 and pulling away, praise God. Uh, you know, and, and today I'm not trying to address, I just want you to set the tone and let you understand. Today, praise God, you've got to be aware, you've got to be conscious, you need to stir up, you need to be awakened, praise God. I preached a message a few weeks ago about darkness. And about that darkness that comes in, if, if the light that's in you be darkness, then how great is that darkness? And talked about all the darkness that's coming on and, and the challenge. And I actually had somebody, I look around, I don't see them here today, so, you know, but that's all right. It didn't take offense to it. They said, man, I don't want to hear about no more darkness. Please talk about something else, you know? And that's what Jude said. I'd like to be talking to you about something else, but I need to let you know there's some darkness. Certain men have crept in unawares. Ungodly men, men that were ordained to this purpose. Hallelujah. They turned the grace of our Lord God into lasciviousness. Now, praise God. Lasciviousness is one of those words that I struggle with all my life. Every time I look at it, I have to go look up what the meaning is. They've turned the grace of God, the divine favor, the love and the mercy and, and the unmerited love of God into lasciviousness. They've taken and twisted the gospel. They've turned it into a, a, a thing that would make you uh, feel like that you can just go out and fulfill every lust and every desire and every pursuit in your life that you've ever wanted. And, and, and you can get rich while you do it and, and, and build wealth and, and uh, you know, name it, claim it, gospel. All of these things fit into the description of this right here. Hallelujah. They've turned the grace of God into wantonness, into uh, seeking after things. And that has got a, had an impact upon the church. It's had an impact upon people in many, many ways because, hallelujah, you have many folks in the church, praise God, that are unawares to them. They've seen the things of the world. They've seen the things that's happening under the name of good. They've seen the things that they begin to see, come to face to face with reality. And it's natural. The question rises up in them. Well, why am I having this problem? Why am I having these challenges? Why am I having this struggle? When uh, they've heard somebody 
somebody preach, hallelujah, that the grace of God fixes everything and you'll never, never have any more problem. The reality of the matter is they've turned the grace of God into lasciviousness. And then there are those that are doing all right and, you know, they... You know, they get so focused and distracted and it's what can I get and what can I acquire and where can I go and what can I uh, focus on? Where, where can I get this? Where can I get that? And, and, and you know, uh, and you see what happened. All of this is, a, is an unawareness uh, 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 in the church and, and an awakening that there's something there uh, to distract us and get us away from. Don't lose this point. The faith. The faith that was once delivered to the saints hallelujah if this service had gone a little bit different I was going to start this message off today saying give me that old singing give me that old time religion now I know there's a lot of, a lot of negative connotations about religion hallelujah but the intent of the song hallelujah the intent of the song was I'm going to intend I'm going to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. You know, verses that make you love everybody, you know, make you love your mother-in-law, your brother, your sister, your, your kids. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to tell you, some of us need to get a desire in my life to say, oh God, hallelujah, I got to have that real, hallelujah, that real anointing. That real power, that contended, that faith. Praise God. I, I looked this morning and, and, uh, and, and there was a group of kids sitting right up here. Uh, I think either that row or right, I think right, right along in here. Just a whole big mob of little young kids. Praise God. And as we was up here praying and, and you know, I looked up and I saw all those kids and, and I just began to think, hallelujah, this is what they need. Hallelujah. They need a little taste of that old time religion, that old time outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I hope every one of them, praise God, felt something this morning and sitting there. Hallelujah. And I hope they're enthralled and I hope they tell their mamas and their daddies. Hallelujah. Uh, praise God. I want to go back and sit on the front row. I like to be up there where it happened. Hallelujah. Because I will tell you, that's what we need. Hallelujah. That's what we need. We need that anointing in our life. It'll fix, uh, praise God. It'll fix the problems that the counselors can't fix. Hallelujah. It'll fix the th problems praise God that psychological help can't fix it'll fix the things praise God that the ADD drugs won't fix it'll teach fix the thing that used to sometimes be addressed in school or no longer addressed it'll praise God it'll get a hold of their life when they get a real experience from God and you and I need the same thing hallelujah praise God if you sat in this service this morning hallelujah I hope there's nobody in here that felt this way but if you sat in the service this morning while all this praying was going on, and you sat back there and thought, oh my, well, I wonder when they're going to get through with this so we can go on and, and do what's next. Hallelujah. You're missing the point. Hallelujah. When that begins to happen, it's time for you to earnestly contend for the same experience. Hallelujah. It's that old boy. Whoo, look what's happening. I want some of that. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want that outpouring of God in my life. I give me just another taste, God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, I was there last week and I got it. Hallelujah. But I'll be there again. Hallelujah. Praise God. I got it this morning when I got up out of bed and I felt that anointing. Oh, boy, praise God. Hallelujah. Here's another flow of the Spirit. I'm open, God. Pour out on me one more time. Rain on me one more time, God. Hallelujah. I need 
need that faith that was once delivered to the saint. Hallelujah. I can't live without it. I got to have it. It's going to be the secret to an overcoming powerful church in the last days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can't say that without thinking about Sister Wendy. Easter 2008. Hallelujah. When she come walking up here, I'd done dismissed church and she said, she didn't say it in these exact words, but basically this is what she said. I want some of that. I think she said it more like this. I got to have that. Hallelujah. And God miraculously poured out on her and like a deer and a doe, doe in the headlights of a car. She's like, wow, I ain't never felt that before. Hallelujah. Contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. Earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered. Hallelujah. You can find somebody that'll preach a message to make you feel happy where you are. You can always find somebody that'll preach a message to make you happy where you are and distract you into pursuing the things of this world, the wantonness, the lust, the, uh, the desires, and, and the things of life to make you feel comfortable with that and get you away from the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, if you want to be right with God, hallelujah, you better get willing to be a little hungry, hallelujah, uh, be a little thirsty, hallelujah, to be uh, uh, desirous, praise God, and to seek after and contend for something that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. It worked then. It works now. It's worked over the years. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm standing here to you, before you today, hallelujah, with whatever success and whatever, hallelujah, progress and whatever, praise God, experience that I have, hallelujah, it's not based upon me. It's not based upon uh, anything good in my life. It's based upon a faith that was once delivered to the saint, that was delivered to me. Hallelujah. And somewhere along the way, hallelujah, I give RL credit for telling me, son, hallelujah, you better seek something that's real. You better get a hold of something that's real. Hallelujah. You better get a hold of something that's good. You better get a hold of this thing. Hallelujah. And hold out for the real. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you today, the real work then it works now and it's going to work in the future I'm going to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints hallelujah praise God these ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ I am astounded today at the reports and the things that you find were long-standing ministries. When backed in the corner, when pinned down, we'll fold and say, well, maybe. Maybe there, maybe there is another way. You know, maybe Jesus is not the only answer. Maybe we can soften it up over here. Maybe we can be a little more open so that our, you know, uh, brothers of this uh, nature might be, you know, come under and, and you know, after all, they, they call it God and, 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 we're, and ultimately we're all worshiping that same God. I want to tell you, praise God. Hallelujah. You, you know, you can in your wantonness and your desire to fit in, you can deny 
the way. The only God. If you've had a thought, hallelujah, you know, in, 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 our, in our political scene, in our social scene, in the, in the state of the world, there's this thing today that's going on, uh, you know, and, you know, I, I, I don't try to tell you how to vote or how to think politically. I don't even want to discuss it with you, you know, really don't care, praise God. Ain't supposed to, don't desire to, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. But I want to tell you if, you, get your, if you find yourself being attracted and drawn to the ideology that if we'll just soften up, Hallelujah! In in our in our uh, uh, dedication to Jesus Christ and, and soften up in our Christian principles and values. Hallelujah! And understand and universal and embrace that we're living in a modern day and a modern world and people think differently and do different. And now we're worldwide and we got influences coming from all over. There's Hindus and Muslims and and people who worship sun gods and all kind of idolatry and all kind of ugly things and, and stuff that's out there. Hallelujah! If it gets away from the only true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And wholesome God, Jesus Christ, that same transforming power that'll reach down into your life and change you. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, if it gets away from that, hallelujah, you better be careful. Don't deny. Don't deny. Hallelujah. Don't deny the only true and wholesome God. Hallelujah. Denying the only Lord God, our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let anything convince you that you can deny him. Earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. You know, you can be a good motivational speaker and get people excited about doing, quote, good and right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you, praise God, if you're denying the power and the transforming power of Jesus Christ, the outpouring of the Spirit in your life, hallelujah, praise God, you're missing the one true thing that can make a difference. The thing that can transform you. Jesus Christ our Lord. Jared and I was talking the other night. He was talking about a Muslim guy who, uh, and, and some of you probably seen this articles or seen this testimony, and the guy talks about uh, a sequence of events in his life, but somewhere, somehow, he came into the presence of God. And his testimony was that when he came into the real presence of the Lord for the very first time, all of a sudden he felt his sin. And he realized that all that sin was his. And he heard the message that this Jesus Christ had died for him. And he felt the weight of that sin. And, and he felt the, uh, the overwhelming love that the Lord had spoken uh, over him. Praise God. Even though he said he'd been engaged in all kind of Muslim uh, uh, terroristic and, and uh, activities and worship and Allah and all those things uh, that, that was in, a, in, a, in an underworld and a, and a hatred environment. But all of a sudden he felt the presence of God and he realized that's my sin I'll tell you the presence of God will come on you praise God it, Isaiah Isaiah came before the Lord and he felt naked and undone and man of unclean lips hallelujah Paul Saul on the road to Damascus falls down before the presence of God who are you Lord I'm Jesus whom you persecute Hallelujah. Praise God. It happens every time when you come in the presence of the whole anointing of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. It'll convict you of sin. It'll make you realize that those ways are not God's ways. You'll want to put them aside. You'll want to push them aside. Praise God and transform. Praise God. And don't get caught up in a message that would convert and transform and soften and deny 
the only Lord God, our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Today, I feel God calling the church. He's calling Christ Cornerstone Church. He's calling me and you. He says, I got to have that Jerusalem experience. I got to engage in this prayer without ceasing. I got I to gotta pray, hallelujah, under the same God that's the same yesterday, today, and forever for the needs and the things that we need in the church. Praise God. And I'm going to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. If I have to go back and say, well, yeah, you know, uh, well, I, you know, I heard uh, uh, so-and-so and they preached something and, and I thought it sounded good, you know, and so I followed after it. Uh, but, you know, it's getting me away from the faith. Hallelujah. It's getting me away from the faith that says this thing can change your life. This thing can transform you. This thing can turn your life totally over, praise God. The same faith, praise God. You know, there's something, sin can't coexist with God. And when you come before God and you get in God's presence and you feel guilty and moved of, of your sin, praise God. Don't be surprised when you yield yourself to God, when you find you got to change because that's the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews, the second chapter, and I'll just read a couple more verses and I'll be through. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not going to go any further today because I don't want to elongate this and, and, and prolong it. Hallelujah. But I want you to listen to what that first verse. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Hallelujah. Lest at any time we should let them slip. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, that sort of knocks uh, uh, some theologies right in top of the head. We've heard them. We've been taught them, we believed them, but there's a possibility we would let them slip if we don't give it the earnest heed. If we don't pay attention, if we don't, you know, there's that word earnest again. Heed is attention. Praise God. Watching after it. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, you know, remember Jude said, I'd like to write to you just about the common salvation. I'd like to write to you, but today I find it necessary. Hallelujah. I find it necessary to exhort you that you earnestly contend, you earnestly heed to things you've been taught and know. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah series of verses in Hebrews, the sixth chapter. And uh, these verses have always had a, a really in-depth meaning to me because of some experience that I had with them I won't go into today. But in, in Hebrews, the sixth chapter, there's some scriptures that, that speak about what God wants to do in our lives and in the lives of the church. He says, therefore, leaving the principles of doctrine of Christ, not not forsaken them, but leaving them, not, not always dwelling in that area. Let us go on unto perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. Not, not having to always do this. This is what Jews write about. I'd like to talk to you about common salvation. I'd like to talk to you about where we're headed. I'd like to talk to you, but I'm having to remind you to earnestly contend for the faith. I want to tell you, folks, there's a place that God wants to take us. Hallelujah. But we've got to have the foundation there. 
He said, therefore, leaving the principles of doctrine, hallelujah, of the perfection, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of the of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptism and a laying on of hands and resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Praise God. Just a, a good summary of those things, you know. Praise God. I am not going to debate baptism with you. Hallelujah. When you get to, when you get baptized, hallelujah, you're buried into Jesus Christ's death. Hallelujah. And like as he was uh, resurrected, you'll be resurrected. You're buried with him in baptism for the remission of your sins. It's there. It's That's the reason you do it. It's not just a special act. It's not just a, a fun thing to do. It's not something just the church does. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ did it as an example for us. All the New Testament Church of Acts did it. They baptized in the name of Jesus for remission of sin. I don't know why you'd want to argue about that. I don't even know why you'd want to discuss it. It's just there. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's necessary. It's what you need to do. If you haven't done it, hallelujah, you want to do it today, hallelujah, I'll, I'll baptize you this morning in whatever you got on. Give you a towel to wrap up in. You're going to get wet going home anyway. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's the necessary thing to do. But, but praise God. The baptism is, is, is there. Hallelujah. And I believe we ought to do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you see, we don't have to dwell on those foundations all of our life. We need to go on. We need to go on. God is calling us to go on. He's talking about a church that will progress and grow. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's talking about a church that will, will advance. Hallelujah. He's talking about a church. Praise God. In and, and, and the, and the third verse, he said, and this will we do if God permits. Hallelujah. You see, there are places in the glory of God. There are callings and victory in the glory of God. When we can get this foundation down, we can get that faith that was once delivered to the saints. We can get that Jerusalem experience. Hallelujah. We get that anointing, that flowing of the Holy Ghost in our life. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, praise God. Brother Jimmy, the God is calling us. Hallelujah. He's calling us. Hallelujah. He's calling us. Praise God. He's coming after a bride that's not got spot or wrinkle or blemish or any such thing. Hallelujah. Not a bride that's sitting around discussing whether or not, you know, baptism is necessary or, or uh, you know, whether repentance is a, is a right step or, or whether uh, Jesus or Allah. Hallelujah. He's come after church that's got those foundations down. Hallelujah. And it's gone on into perfection. I hear the calling of God today. Hallelujah. I want to get my foundation. Hallelujah. I want to get my foundation solid. I want every person in this church to understand we are a New Testament church of the book of Acts. Hallelujah. Founded on the word of God. Hallelujah. Founded on the day of Pentecost experience. Founded on what happened in Jerusalem on that day when the mighty wind came through and it set upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to praise and magnify God and speak in other tongues. Hallelujah. As the Spirit give the utterance. Hallelujah. And God adding to the church. That's who we are. That's who we got to be. That Jerusalem experience. And we got to be empowered. We got to be committed to that continual pursuit of the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God's calling us. Hallelujah. There's an open door before us. Hallelujah. There's anointing, a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. That God wants to pour out upon his church. Hallelujah. I hear him calling. Hallelujah. I hear him calling. 
earnestly contend. Hallelujah. Praise God. I got a message about joy unspeakable and full of glory. I got a message about, praise God, a well of living water, hallelujah, overflowing, hallelujah, and a little bucket that I carry called joy. It says, with joy, I draw water from the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. Praise God. But it's all founded on that foundation of the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Let's stand together today. Hallelujah. In your name, God, I love you and exalt you and praise you. Hallelujah, Lord, you're worthy to be praised. God, today we come before you. God, we are in awe of your presence. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, there are many needs among us today, God, but the basic foundation for all of our needs, the foundation for the solution, God, that flows into our health and our happiness and our relationships, hallelujah, our victory that cast out darkness, God, is that experience of the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And today, dear God, Lord, we contend, we pursue, we earnestly desire. God, let that anointing be real in each and every life today. Let this church be set afire by that anointing, God. Hallelujah, Lord, and we love you, we praise you, and we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we praise you, God. We praise you.